Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. So let's jump into today's topic. We are discussing why it is hard to let go. Why is it hard to let go? And there's only two points that I want to focus on today. But the backdrop of today is going to come from Genesis chapter 12, chapter 13, and chapter 17. Yes, I will not read all of them, um, but that is pretty much the backdrop of why it is hard to let go and where we're going to be coming from. So in Genesis 12, this is where the story begins where Abram at the time, who gets his name changed to Abraham, is spoken to by the Lord. And in verse 1, it reads, Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abram, Go for yourself, for your own advantage, away from your country, from your relatives and your father's house, to the land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you with abundant increase of favors and make your name famous and distinguished and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others. Verse three, and I will bless those who bless you, who confer prosperity or happiness upon you and curse him who curses or uses insolent language toward you. In you will all the family and kindred of the earth be blessed and by you they will I'm sorry and by you they will bless themselves verse 4 is the key to focus in verse 1 and verse 4 verse 1 starts with a clear instruction that he is to leave and go away from his country away from his relatives and his father's house but we find in verse 4 that Abram did not listen well cuz it says so Abram departed as the Lord had directed him. And Lot, his nephew, a relative, went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. So this leads us to our first reason why it is hard to let go. Afraid of change. To let go means that we need to free ourselves from some aspect of our past. And we can clearly see that here in verse 1 of chapter 12, that the Lord is instructing Abram to separate himself from his past, separate himself from all the things that he has come to be familiar with and comfortable with, right? And Abram, like many of us, hears and does half of what we are instructed to do. He did leave the country. He did separate himself from most of his relatives. But because of his fear of change, he kept one relative with him, which was Lot. This was not a part of God's instruction because he clearly says, from your relatives, right? We see that. And what we have to understand and how we can see ourselves in that, many times it's because these things have become a part of who we are, right? In verse 1, he tells him everything that was a part of Abram, he was 75 years old. So where he lived, where he grew up, the family he was raised with, that environment, all of that had become a part of him, 
up to his 75 years of age. And it is sometimes difficult when God tells us to separate ourselves from something that we have taken on as our badge or we've taken on as our identity, right? But in order for you to to obtain and to serve in the capacity that God is guiding you in, he has to clear away those things because he's making you a new creature. He's making you into something new. And if you continue to hold on to those things like a life jacket or a raft, you won't, you won't be able to go forward. You will have resistance that keeps you from getting to the thing that God has from you. We move over to chapter 13, and we can see that the resistance is there because it arises in chapter 13 in the form of conflict between Abraham and Lot, right, because he was not supposed to take his relative with him. So the conflict came not because it was a part of his destiny or because it was a part of the appointed path for him. That particular resistance came because he only did part of what he was instructed to do. Lot could not go with him into the next thing. That was the point because it was clearly instructed to him that he needed to let go of relatives, his country, his native land, all of the things that made him Abram he needed to let go of because he was on the journey to become Abraham, okay? So in 13, we journey over verse 1. It says, so Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and Lot. There's a reason that there's an and to that because Lot was an addition. He was what Abram chose to bring with him. He was not a part of the journey. And it says, and Lot went him into the south country of Judea, the Neg, Neg, Negebi, it's N-E-G-E-B, right? At this point, Abram has experienced some great prosperity. It says in verse 2, now Abram was extremely rich in livestock and in silver and in gold. This point here, when we are afraid of change and God gives us instruction, we will see some things work out. We'll see what seems to be a blessing, right? But it's going to come with some resistance if we don't do it exactly how he said it. Do not get distracted by the temporary blessing and thinking it's the overall prosperity or abundance that he promised him because Abram's wealth was not all that God had promised him. He was promised to be the father of many nations. That had nothing to do with uh, currency wealth, right? That had to do with a spiritual wealth that was going to come as a result of him and as a result of his faith. But there had to be a cleaning up of him, right? That is the purpose of the separation, There is a cleaning process. There is a process that we all have to journey through that gets us in the state or the position that we need to be in to fulfill the role that we've been called to do spiritually. So we're in chapter 13, and we skip over to verse 7. You see it says, And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's cattle and the herdsmen of Lot's cattle, and the Canaanite and the Perizzite, were dwelling then in the land, making fodder more difficult to obtain. Clear resistance, strife. This is not a part of his design journey. This is a result of his half-hearted listening. 
okay? And it says, but Abram was a man at, that, that knew the Lord, right? And he understood the importance of peace, right? So we clearly see here in verse 8, Abram said to Lot, he initiated it. He said, let there be no strife, I beg of you, between you and me or between our herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are relatives. He reminds himself, we are relatives. I wasn't supposed to have you with me no way because I was clearly instructed to separate myself from relatives. But there is an importance. I love you because we are relatives. So for that reason, I need to separate. I, I, you got to go your way. I got to go mine because I've been called to do something and you haven't. That's clearly seen. So it says here in verse 9, it's not the whole land before you. Separate yourself. Ain't this what the Lord told him in verse 1 of chapter 12? Yeah, that's exactly what he told him. He said, separate yourself, I beg of you, from me. If you take the left hand, then I'll go to the right. Or if you choose the right hand, then I'll go to the left. And Lot looked and saw that everywhere in the Jordan Valley was well and well watered. Sorry. And before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, it was all like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you go to Zor. Now, there's a reason that Sodom and Gomorrah gets mentioned here, because later on in Genesis, that city gets destroyed, right? And if we jump down to verse 13, in verse 12, it tells you the land that, that Lot chose, and he actually chose the area where Sodom and Gomorrah is, right? And he actually built a tent in Sodom. And it says in 13, but the men of Sodom were wicked and exceedingly great sinners against the Lord. If you look here, Abram had to then remind himself, and he was reminding himself through the instructions he gave to Lot of what the Lord had said to him. Separate yourself. Separate yourself from all those things that keep you comfortable, that you have come satisfied with that you have made a part of your identity because I'm taking you to a new place, and in order for you to hear from me clearly, you're going to have to separate yourself. So sometimes the strife or the conflict that we're dealing with, we want to pray it away. We want to say that the people are wrong, but I encourage you to take a lesson here and evaluate where you have not listened clearly to what God has called you to do because it is probably going to be the place where you're going to have to be reminded of the instructions that he gave to you, and you're going to have to be the one to step up and put an end to it, just like Abram did. He didn't wait for Lot. He told Lot what needed to happen. You need to separate yourself. Now, here, choose whichever one you want. Go your way, and I'm going to go the opposite way. But I need to be the one willing to have the courage to stand and do the thing that God first instructed me to do. Even though I may have seemed like I've been blessed, there is something not right about this conflict because somewhere I did not listen. Somewhere I didn't hear everything. So that first thing that keeps us from letting go is our fear of change. Abram had a fear of change. But until he had journeyed a little further and the conflict had got so heavy, he made a decision, I'll rather risk changing rather than risk losing my relative altogether. Because if we continue to fight, there's about to be some serious bloodshed, right? Our herdsmen, we're going to have to choose sides. 
The second reason that we usually find it hard to let go comes to low self-worth. You'll find it hard to believe that you can reach your dreams or be successful. This type of thinking leads us to unhealthy habits, self-sabotaging behavior, and self-blame. Now, we can see clearly in these verses that I've covered that we see that Abraham didn't fall into so much of a low self-worth, but he also understood, it is somewhat implied, that he understood this was his fault, right? He understood that this was a result of what he did or did not do. And when you go and deal with that, sometimes if you're in an unhealthy state mentally, you will carry that burden around with you, and then you will begin to just set yourself up for failure because you don't believe you can win. But we know Abram becomes Abraham, who's the man of faith, who's, who's where our whole spiritual life came through. So he fought his way through that level of thinking, right? He didn't stay there. That's, it's shown because of his courage. He dealt with it. He dealt with the situation. Many of us will not deal with the conflicts that we create. We blame it on other people. Right? And when we blame on other people, we're holding blame ourselves. So we can't let go of the situation because we never took responsibility. You can't let go of what you've never taken responsibility of. If you don't own the decision, you can't do anything about it. If Abraham, if Abram at this time would have continued to blame Lot and Lot's people, he could not have stood in front of him and said, separate yourself. He'd have been like, well, Lot, you did this and you're wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. We have to know that when we get off track, it's okay because we're bound to do it. But we have to be willing to have the courage in the moment to be seen as the villain or to be seen as the person who is not doing the thing that's favorable for everybody. They don't like you. But it's the best thing for them, right? It says, so as we understand about dealing with low self-worth, when we experience something that we need to let go of, something that's disappointing, something that didn't always come the way we thought it would come, we begin to tend to feel guilty about it, thus blaming ourselves for what has happened. Now, if you continue to go read through further chapters of Genesis, starting at 12 up until 17, you're going to see that Abram has to go back and save Lot. Okay? He feels guilty. <laughs> okay? And we got to be careful because that was a decision he made. You didn't make that decision for him. You didn't send him to Sodom. He sent himself, right? We have to know that letting go is not a death sentence. Letting go is not bad. Letting go is not disrespect. Letting go of things that no longer serve you is so you will have the capacity to embrace the things that you need to have. It is not until chapter 17 in Genesis that Abram's name gets changed to Abraham. And that is a reason. The promise happened in chapter 12, but the working out of the consequence that came from him not completely listening to what God had told him to do had to be worked out from 12 to 17. He had to be cleaned up because had he done it and completely walked away, he might have got his name changed a lot sooner. However, he had to deal with the reminences that came as a part of his decision. So we as leaders have to not be afraid 
to deal with the things that come that sometimes we don't completely listen. It's not that we did wrong, because Abraham didn't do wrong. He just didn't listen completely. He didn't do fully what he was asked to do, and it created conflict. And that conflict had to be worked out to its end. So we can't keep asking God to pray away things that we created. We got to ask him to give us the strength to endure and to go through it to the end until it comes to its complete stance and we can move forward and then move into having our name changed. Move into the season where once we let go, we can receive all of the ordered steps that God has for us. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you and it has encouraged you to embrace letting go. Don't be afraid to let go for the sake of other people. You've got to make a decision that you are committed to doing what the Lord has asked you to do because you know that is where your abundant blessing lies. So thank you so much for joining us here on Wisdom Inspired. You guys be great. Go today, lead with intention and authenticity, and we'll meet you back on the line tomorrow morning at the same time. Talk to you then. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.